So I need to get the internet connected. properly situated. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjam Vihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjam Vihari Gopi Janna Balaba Giri Varindari Gopi Janna Balaba Giri Varindari Jaso na 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 na, Jaja Jana Ranjana. Jaso na 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 na, 
following correctly you need to follow the lead instead of doing something different whatever whatever rhythm I'm setting you should follow that not jump you're jumping ahead you weren't following properly Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I can just use the harmonium. Well, if you like, oh, give me that, yeah, come. Hare Krishna.
So today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, 6th Canto, Chapter 17, Texts 34 and 35. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Anuga. Sarvatra. Samadrik, Shanta, He, Aham, Cha, Eva, Achuta Priya, Tasmat, Na, Vismaya, Karya, Purusheshu, Mahatmasu, Mahapurusha, Bhakteshu, Santeshu, Samadarshina. Tasya Chayam Mahabhagash, Chittaketu Priyanugam, Sarvata Samadukshanto, Yayam Saivacham Priyaha, Tasmadnavishmaya Karya, Purusheshu Mahatmasu, Mahapurusha Bhakteshu, Shanteshu Samadarshishu, Tashachayam Mahabhagash, Shittaketu Priyonagam, Sarvata Samadakshanto, Yayam Shaivacha Priyaha Tasmadna Vishmaya Kariya Purusheshu Mahatmasu Mahapurusha Bhakteshu Santeshu Samadarshishu Tashachayam Mahabhagash Chittaketu Priyanugam Sarvatasamadakshanto Yayam Chayvyachapriyaha Tasmanda Vishmaya Kariya Purusheshu Mahatmasu Mahapurusha Bhakteshu Santeshu Samadarshishu
Ladies? Tatsya of him, the Lord. Cha and Ayam this Mahabhaga the most fortunate. Chitaketu King Chitaketu Priya Beloved Anuga Most Obedient Servant. Sarvatra, everywhere, Samadrik, sees equally, Shanta, very peaceful. He, indeed, Aham, I, Cha, also, Eva, certainly, Achyutapriya, very dear to Lord Krishna who never fails. Tasmat, therefore, na, no, vishmaya, wonder, karya, to be done. Purusheshu, among persons, mahaatmasu, who are exalted souls, maha Purusha-bhakteshu, devotees of Lord Vishnu, Shanteshu, peaceful, Samadarshishu, equal to everyone. Translation and purport by Srila Prabhupada. The magnanimous Chaitra Ketu 
is a dear devotee of the Lord. He is equal to all living entities and is free from attachment and hatred. Similarly, I am also very dear to Lord Narayan. Therefore, no one should be astonished to see the activities of the most exalted devotees of Narayan, for they are free from attachment and envy. They are always peaceful and they are equal to everyone. Purport. It is said, Vaishnavera Kriya Mudra Vigyeha Nabhujhaya. One should not be astonished to see the activities of exalted, liberated Vaishnavas. As one should not be misled by the activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one should also not be misled by the activities of his devotees. Both the Lord and his devotees are liberated. They are on the same platform. The only difference being the Lord is the master and the devotees are servants. Qualitatively, they are one and the same. In Bhagavad Gita 9.29, the Lord says, Samaham sarabhateshu na medveshostina priyaha ye bhajanti tamang bhaktya mayite teshu chapyaham I envy no one nor am I partial to anyone. I am equal to all. But whoever renders service unto me in devotion is a friend, is in me, and I am also a friend to him. <coughs> From the statement of, by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, it is clear that the devotees of a Lord are always extremely dear to Him. In effect, Lord Shiva told Parvati, both Chitraketu and I are always very dear to the Supreme Lord. In other words, both He and I are on the same level as servants of a Lord. We are always friends and sometimes we enjoy joking words between us. When Chitraketa loudly laughed at my behavior, he did so on friendly terms and therefore there was no reason to curse him. Thus Lord Shiva tried to convince his wife Parvati that her cursing of Chitraketu was not very sensible. Here the difference between male and female that exists even in the higher statuses of life. In fact, even between Lord Shiva and his wife, Lord Shiva could understand the Chitraketu very nicely, but Parvati could not. Thus, even in the higher statuses of life, there is a difference between the understanding of a male and that of a female. It may be clearly said that the understanding of a woman is always inferior to the understanding of a man. In Western countries, there now is agitation to the effect that man and woman should be considered equal, but from this verse, it appears that woman is always less intelligent than man. It is clear that Chitraketu wanted to criticize the behavior of his friend, Lord Shiva, because Lord Shiva was sitting with his wife on his lap. Then, too, Lord Shiva wanted to criticize Chaitra for externally posing as a great devotee, but being interested in enjoying with the Vidyadhari woman, women. These were all friendly jokes, but there was nothing serious for which Chitraketu should have been cursed by Parvati. Upon hearing the instructions of Lord Shiva, Parvati must have been very much ashamed for cursing Chitraketu to become a demon. Mother Parvati could not appreciate Chitraketu's position and therefore she cursed him, but when she understood the instructions of Lord Shiva, she was ashamed.
due to my cold. Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Svaminiti Namine Namaste Sarasvate Deve Gauravani Prachanine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschanyan Deshatarine. So what about this point of women being less intelligent than men? Sometimes we see, though, uh, the woman wants to be Krishna conscious and the husband does not want to be Krishna conscious. I have uh, an example. One of uh, I just initiated one Madhaji in, um, in India and her husband wrote a big heavy. He's a top scientist in the world, one of the top. He's in the, in the top 2% of scientists in the world. He wrote a very heavy letter that doesn't, very angry that his wife is practicing Krishna consciousness. <laughs> he wants to take legal action to put a stop to her Krishna consciousness in the courts. Can you imagine? So who's less intelligent? <laughs> Even though he's a big, big brain, one of the leading scientists in the world, his woman, his wife, uh, is more intelligent because she wants to be Krishna conscious. And what about this not understanding the activities of the great devotees, you see? This reminded, this morning I was just thinking about him. Uh, we have uh, our deities, uh, Radha and Damodar. We have small deities that travel with us. They were named after the big Radhadamadar from the old Radhadamadar party. But before the Radhadamadar party, there was actually a traveling road show. Was a, they called it the road show. It was a rock opera. They were performing. They did a big concert in, in uh, 
Pittsburgh, and Prabhupada attended it, and he applauded after every song. But we had these deities, they, they were traveling on a school bus. And so the deities would not, the school bus is very bouncy. So they put ropes, they tied the deities with ropes so they wouldn't fall over from the bouncing. And Papa heard about this, he said, you can name that naughty boy, Damodar. <laughs> so who, would, who could think of calling God a naughty boy? I mean, you know, that seems like an offensive thing, doesn't it? Would you call God a naughty boy? You see? But a great soul like Papa, he can call God a naughty boy, you see? We wouldn't call God a, he's a naughty boy. We wouldn't say that about Krishna, would we? You see? But Prabhupada could do that, you see. When Prabhupada does it, it's transcendental bliss. We know he's a liberated soul. So when he calls God a naughty boy, we know it's completely transcendental. It's pure nectar, actually. <laughs> so we see so many activities of Prabhupada. It's just so many wonderful activities of Srila Prabhupada. A liberated soul. Amazing, amazing pastimes of Srila Prabhupada. He, how he, and he attracted all of us. In those days, it was the, now we, nowadays the Hindus are our best customers. In those days, the hippies were the best customers of this come. And Prabhupada is amazing. He, thousands and thousands of hippies be turned into happies, you see, by the amazing uh, pastimes of Srila Prabhupada, his wonderful lectures, his wonderful personality, his wonderful, merciful dealings with the devotees. Prabhupada was so merciful. I remember my head, I had my own experience with Prabhupada in Los Angeles. I had, we, were, we were devotees from Austin, and uh, we had gone to the Rathayatra Festival in San Francisco. And we came down to L.A. For, to be with Prabhupada and hear his lectures there. He was also doing some initiations as well. But Prabhupada would go on the morning walk, and he would come back from the morning walk. It was a very nice system they had in those days. Uh, when Prabhupada would come back from the morning walk, he would come from, from the sidewalk to go back to his quarters. So we would, there would be a line of devotees all the way from where he'd get out of the car, all the way down the sidewalk back towards his quarters. And every devotee would have a flower. And Prabhupada had a basket of flowers. And Prabhupada would come down the line. One, every devotee got his own personal moment with Prabhupada. Prabhupada would hand you, you would hand Prabhupada a flower and he hand you. You had your own personal exchange with Prabhupada. Every devotee had his own personal exchange with Prabhupada. So I was about the third one in the line and Vishnu John Swami, he was the first. He got a hug, wow. He got a hug. <laughs> And I felt, because I was one of his men, I felt like I was getting hugged too when I saw him getting hugged. But anyway, so Prabhupada's going on down the line, devotee after devotee after devotee after devotee. And I'm thinking, let me get another darshan of Srila Prabhupada. I call it drinking Prabhupada into your heart through your eyes, if you can understand what I mean. Drinking Prabhupada into your heart through your eyes. That's, that's the, that was the caliber of his darshan. You want to drink him into your heart through your eyes, you see. So I stood up, there's little steps there in front of the building, and I stood up there just to, just to can't probably coming by, I could just take, drink, his, drink him into my heart through my eyes. And Papa looked up, and here's some devotee, I wasn't even, just some, I wasn't an initiated, just Bhakta Steve, you know, or we called Steve Prabhu in those days. Bhakta was introduced later on. 
He looked up and he saw somebody was not in the flower line. He looked up at me and he went and I wonder if he got a flower or not yet. He said, Papa, held up a flower. Did you get one yet? And I held up and thought, yes, Papa, and I got my flower. Yes, just see. He wanted to make sure that every single devotee got a flower, that nobody was missed, you see. That's the caliber of uh, his consciousness, you see. He was so much caring and loving for every devotee, you see. And he gave me such encouragement as a young devotee. Um, when we got initiated, I sent my... He was in London. He sent the, be the beads from London to Austin. And, I, and then I got collected some dakshina at the Yagya and I mailed the checks to London, to Prabhupada. And I said, Prabhupada, I want to spread this movement, Prabhupada. And Prabhupada wrote me back the most encouraging, wonderful letter. He said, I can see you're a very sincere and enthusiastic boy, eager to spread this Krishna conscious movement. He says, so now continue enthusiastically as you were doing, and surely Krishna will bless you. So I ask you, that was 51 years ago I got that letter. Is that, are those instructions any less potent now than they were 51 years ago? Is it applicable? It was applicable then, but it's not applicable now. It's just some historical document. No. The spiritual master lives forever in the form of his instructions, and the disciple lives with him. So actually Prabhupada is with me right now and blessing me. He's sitting with me right now in my heart, and he's blessing me. If you're enthusiastic to spread this movement, continue enthusiastic, and Krishna, and Krishna will bless you. So by always maintaining that enthusiasm, you see, to push forward this movement, to make the world Krishna conscious, and the order of Srila Prabhupada, then Krishna is blessing me, and Prabhupada is blessing me. Another example of Prabhupada's great kindness was, um, when, when I joined them uh, as a new devotee, I asked Vishnu John Swami a question. He said, I don't know, why don't you write Prabhupada? So that was the system and back in 1971. Any devotee who wanted to write a letter to Prabhupada could write Prabhupada a letter and he would get a personal letter back. But our movement kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it was hard for Prabhupada to have time to answer all the letters. So there's a new policy, only GBCs, Tamil presidents, Sannyasis, they can write, but nobody else can write. So I was crushed. I was devastated. I can't write Prabhupada. Oh. But I had this urgent need to write Prabhupada, so I did it anyway. And Prabhupada wrote me back, and he gave me an instruction. He told me about the new policy. But then he said, but if there's any urgent matter, I'm always happy to hear from my beloved disciples. Just see the love of Prabhupada. So I, I wrote a few more letters feeling when I felt the urgent need, but then I stopped because I didn't feel the urgent need anymore. But just see the extraordinary loving qualities of Srila Prabhupada. It's, it's because of that, that, those loving dealings actually. We knew that Prabhupada loved us more than anybody had ever loved us ever before in our whole life, you see. Whether it was our parents, or a girlfriend, or whatever, you see. Here was somebody whose love was absolutely unlimited, pure love, you see. So that love of Prabhupada attracted us. We wanted to reciprocate with his love, you see, by giving our lives to him. 
that I want is this person is so beautiful, he's so wonderful, he's so loving, he's so merciful, let me give my life to him, you see. You see. So in this way, you see, these great personalities are there to inspire us and bless us and guide us, you see. It's not only Prabhupada, but actually all the previous acharyas, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, Thakur, Gorka Saras Babaji, Bhakti Manotakur, Jagannathas Babaji, going back, 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 Naratam Das Thakur, Chakravarti Thakur, the six Goswamis, the Panchatattva, going back, 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 Nardamuni, Lord Brahma. They're always here right now. If we take shelter of these great personalities, they're all present with us. The whole disciplic succession becomes present with each and every one of us. If we take these instructions of Prabhupada as our very life and soul, these instructions given in these books, these are, this is our very life and soul. Let me take these instructions and dedicate my life to serving these instructions of Srila Prabhupada. Lord Brahma is right there at the very beginning. He's such a great, great acharya, you see. Not every devotee, not every Brahma, I mean to say, is a devotee, but our particular Brahma in this particular universe is a great pure devotee of the Lord. We're very fortunate to have a devotee Brahma, you see. He's given so many wonderful instructions, so many wonderful teachings. Chintamani prakarasadmasukalpavikshram Lakshavrati Shushurabira Vipalayantam Lakshmi Sahatrishatasam Ramasevyamanam Govindamadi Purusham Damam Bajami I worship Govinda the primeval Lord who is tending the cows in abodes built with spiritual gems surrounded by millions of purpose trees and always serve the great reverence and affection by hundreds and thousands of Lakshmis or gopis. Who can imagine that God is a cowherd boy, you see? I grew up as a Christian. We never had an idea that God was a cowherd boy, you see? We just knew he was some big, big personality, maybe 20 feet tall with a long beard sitting on some throne somewhere. You know? <laughs> we had no idea what God looked like. The Bible didn't tell us what God looked like or what his activities were. They just said, he's the great, and we have to live according to his instructions. But now, we're being, Baba taught us, uh, Lord Brahmaji has taught us exactly the amazing qualities and characteristics of that Supreme Person. I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is adept at playing on his flute with blooming eyes like lotus petals, head decked with peacock's feather, with the figure of beauty tinged with the hue of blue clouds, and his unique loveliness is charming millions of cupids. Just imagine what an amazing person, Krishna. So amazing, amazing person, you see. Lifting the Govardhan hill. So many amazing pastimes. Calling the gopis with his flute to come and dance the rasa dance, you see. 
So Prabhupada has opened up this whole world to us that we had no access to, you see. He opened us this whole wonderful world to us. Do we have to learn how to take Prabhupada's teachings and embrace them very tightly within our hearts? And now these teachings of Srila Prabhupada must embrace them very, very tightly. Not try to mix mix them with some sense gratification, you see. Sometimes we see a tendency to mix Prabhupada's teachings with sense gratification, mix some sense gratification in to make them, quote, more palatable, unquote, but no. Prabhupada's teachings, these pure teachings, are un unlimitedly uh, satisfying, fulfilling, in their original pure form. <clears throat> Bhavamadavagninirvapanam Shreya Kairavachandakavitaranam Vijabhadu Jeevanam Anandam Budivardhanam Pratipadam Purnamritasvadhanam Sarvadmasnapanam Vidam Vijayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam Glory to the Shri Krishna Sankirtan which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years and years together. Thus the fire of conditional life of repeated birth and death is extinguished. This Sankirtan movement is this, this prime benediction of humanity at large because it's spreading the rays of the benediction moon. It is the life of all transcendental knowledge. It increases the ocean of transcendental bliss. It enables us to fully taste that nectar for which we are always anxious. I find that particular line very, very powerful. To taste the nectar for which we are always anxious. In this material, what are we anxious for? Money, money, sex, sex, isn't it? Money and sex are the two biggies. That's where hang money, where is money, where is sex, where is money, where is sex, you see. But actually that's not what we're really hankering for. You see. Lord Chaitanya tells us we're actually hankering for pure bhakti, you see. That's what we're actually hankering for. And by this the mercy of this Sankirtan, you see. <coughs> this Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama, This can give us a taste that we're actually hankering for. <clears throat> actually, the only thing we actually desire is pure bhakti. These other desires are not the actual desire of the soul, you see. <clears throat> My real desire is pure devotional service. Krishna Prima, Krishna Bhakti, you see. That's what I actually desire, you see. We have to stop following the pathway of these dogs, hogs, camels, and asses, you see. Shva vidbara ushtra kadai sangstitak parashatpachu najata karma pato peto Men who are like dogs, hogs, camels, and asses praise those men who do not listen to the transcendental pastimes of Lord Shri Krishna, the deliverer from all evils, you see. 
So we have to give up following the dogs, hogs, camels, and asses. You, you see. We have to follow the greater pathway of Mahajano Yena Gatampatanta. Mahajano Yena Gatapasanpa. We have to follow the pathway of these great Acharyas, you see. These great Acharyas will deliver us from this hellish nightmare of material existence. Where I'm thinking, I'm this body, I'm the Lord of all I survey, I am the enjoyer, you see. We have to give up this foolish thinking that I'm the enjoyer, I'm the proprietor, you see. We have to give this up. What does Krishna say? Bhoktanam jagatapasam sarvaloka maheshvaram suhridam sarvabhutanam gyatvamam shantam richtati. Muna knows me is the owner of everything and the supreme enjoyer of everything and is suhridam sarvabhutanam, the most intimate, well-wishing friend of all living entities. He alone can achieve peace, you see. Can you imagine you have your most intimate, well-wishing friends sitting with you right there within your heart? There's no reason to ever feel lonely. You have Krishna with you at every minute. The supreme benedictor, the supreme, the most intimate, well-wishing friend is sitting there with you right now. He knows everything about you. He's so intimate. He knows everything about you and your whole life. Not only this life, he knows every life you've been through in this material existence. And he knows your eternal relationship with him in the spiritual world also. Your svarupa, your actual spiritual form in the spiritual world. Krishna knows that too. So he wants to get you back to your svarupa, your original form in his pastimes in the spiritual world. Therefore he's traveling with you birth after birth to do it. When can I, how can I induce this living entity to make the choice his own free will to come back to me. See, Krishna cannot force, I put a gun on your head and you must surrender or I'll shoot. No. Krishna gives us the choice. You can love me or you can leave me, you see. Krishna gives us the choice. He wants us to make our own free will out of love, out of a loving feeling, you see. I want to give myself to Krishna. I want to give myself to Krishna. I want to give myself to Krishna. You see. He, wants to, he, wants to be in, he wants to inspire us to come to that loving moon, you see. So that's why he sends great acharyas like Srila Prabhupada, who's so much in love with Krishna, you see. So we can be inspired by that example of seeing the ecstasy of Srila Prabhupada. And even in every situation, he was fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness. I was just there in Vrindavan in Prabhupada's room where he left his body, that sacred spot, or Prabhupada's final pastimes. I was sitting there by the bed. You can see exactly where Prabhupada was laying on the bed, you see. But he was giving purports for Bhagavatam on his deathbed. Can you imagine? He was still giving purports for the Srimad Bhagavatam. He had so much love for us disciples and for the suffering souls in this material world. He, was, he could hardly even speak, but they had the microphone in his mouth and he was dictating purports for the Srimad Bhagavatam. So we have to see the love of these great personalities like Srila Prabhupada and take full advantage of their loving mercy and follow in the footsteps, you see. If we follow in the footsteps of these great acharyas, our lives will become unlimitedly glorious. Why well, live some mediocre, miserable life imitating the dogs, hogs, camels, and asses? You see, 
when you can follow the great acharyas and have the most glorious life, you see, of acting in, as, a, as a representative of Krishna, that's called preaching, you see. Lord Chaitanya said, whomever you meet, instruct him in the teachings of Krishna. In this way, in my order, you become guru and deliver the people of this world, you see. So that's our duty as, as Chaitanya's followers, you see, where our duty is to become gurus, teachers of the science, everyone. But even the little, the little girl in Vrindavan, the, the daughter of Shama Sundar and Malati, little Sarasvati, Prabhupada was very pleased with her. She would approach some gentleman and she would say, Do you know who is Krishna? The supreme personality of Godhead. She would tell the, some Hindu gentleman in Vrindavan, he's the supreme. Prabhupada was very pleased how she's acting as a preacher, a little girl acting as a preacher. She wanted to tell people, the whole world, that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. You see? So you don't have to become a very learned scholar to be a, a great preacher. You just have to be convinced that Krishna is the supreme personality of God and share that information, you see. It's only if you know that much you can be a great preacher. Krishna is, let's repeat that after me, Krishna is the supreme personality of God. See? See how easy it is to be a preacher, you see? Not that you have to know 500 verses by heart, you see. So take this process seriously and your lives will be unlimitedly sublime. Does anybody have any questions? Any arguments? Disagreements? Anybody have any difficulty to awaken their Krishna consciousness? Yes. Um, how to uh, Hare Krishna um, how to take the instruction of the uh, spiritual master as a life and soul how to take the order of the spiritual master as one's life and soul well first thing you need to understand the necessity of doing that you see if you think it's an option you won't be able to do it you have to understand this necessity because Krishna gives that order tadvidi pranipantena paripashnena sevaya just try to learn the truth by approaching the spiritual master, inquire from him submissively, render service unto him. The self-realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. Not that they've seen, but they're always seeing the truth, you see. So, Krishna instructs us to, take, to approach the spiritual master, take instructions and serve him, you see. So it's the order of Krishna. You have to take the spiritual master's instructions as your guiding principle. That's why it's in, that's why it's absolutely necessary. You have, Krishna says you have to fully surrender unto me, and then he says, and surrender to me meant surrendering to the spiritual master. So in this way, you have to understand the absolute necessity because otherwise, you're nowhere. Unless, if one, unless one can actually surrender and take the orders of the spiritual masters, one's life and soul, then you can, you'll stay in the cycle of birth and death, birth after birth after birth after birth. So that's why, that's, that's why it's absolutely essential. We have to take the spiritual master's orders, our life, our very life and soul. It's not his orders. He's simply giving Krishna's orders, that's all.
It's not that he's giving something different. The bona fide, if he gives something different, he's not a bona fide spiritual master. If he tells you some other principle, well, it's okay to have illicit sex or something, you know, if he changes it, he's not a bona fide spiritual master, he is him. The spiritual master is purely, is purely representing the teachings of Krishna. So that's why you have to take his orders as your life and soul, because it's Krishna's orders, you see. Does that make it clear? Yes. Thank you. Anything else? Here we have one from the internet. Let's see. How to, how to constantly feel the presence of Krishna? Well, the first thing, first thing, Shamapriya, you have to understand that Krishna is present, you see. First thing, you have to understand that he is present. And how to feel his presence? Only by, when you give your love to Krishna, then you'll feel his presence. If you're giving your love to your senses, your your mind, your intelligence, your false ego, or, the, or your tongue, belly, genitals, whatever, if you give your love to them, you won't feel Krishna's presence, you see. You have to give your love to Krishna, you see. Just give your love to Krishna. Remember there was an old song that they used to sing in the old days. Instead of, instead of loving a dog or a cat, give your love to Krishna who made all of that, you see. You see. You see. So he, by you, when you feel, give your love to Krishna, you'll feel his presence, you see. When you feel the Krishna, he's not just on the altar, He's in your heart. He's not just in the holy name. He's in your heart also. When you give your love to him, you'll feel how he's present with you at every minute. So how do you give your love to him? You can talk to him and say, My dear Krishna, please bless me. I now can be your pure devotee. I can give up all my nonsense and be fully absorbed in your loving service from now on for all of eternity. With my every thought, word, and deed in all times, places, and circumstances. You can talk to him and beg him in his mercy that you can actually be fully surrendered and then you'll feel his presence. Anything else? Yes. Chagradeva, I have two questions. May I ask two questions? Yeah. Um, first question is like, this is the spiritual subject matter and here in the purport Srila Prabhupada says even in the higher status of life there is a difference between male and female. Mm. Yeah. But then, uh, considering the exalted position of Lord Shiva and Parvati, mm -hmm. how can we apply that? Because now we are coming on the material platform, like we are seeing them as male and female. So how we can uh, un understand this? There are two different types of bodies. There are two different types of bodies, a male and female body. Prabhupada actually quotes that they, uh, according, uh, according to science, it's the Male brain is bigger than the female brain. Prabhupada gives that example. At, at the same time, we consider them like they are... But on the spiritual platform, you see, the spiritual platform, there's no difference. Because I'm not... I, if, if, on the spiritual level, there's no difference. Because the, the, I'm not this body, right? I'm not the body. So on the spiritual level, um, I'm beyond the I'm beyond the body. I'm beyond the limitations of this brain, physical brain. And spiritual spirit soul is transcendent of the body, so it's equal on the spiritual level. Material there is a difference. Just like generally, men are stronger than women, also physically stronger. You see. So the, on the on this material plane, there's definitely a difference between a male body and a female body because we're not these bodies. 
we're all spirit souls, they're on the spiritual platform and we're equal. And those who are more Krishna conscious, they're higher, you see. If the woman is, wants to be a devotee and the husband doesn't want to be, she's higher, more advanced than her husband, you see, even though he's a big scientist, like this example I just gave. Does that make it clear? Yes, good. Thank you. Anything else? Yes. How Prabhupada, you were telling how Prabhupada was so nice and caring for everyone. So my question is, at our age, how can we serve, de- what is the best way to serve devotees and make other devotees happy at the same time? Can you, I couldn't hear, but my, I have defective hearing. What did she say? So, Maybe um, you can, you can repeat if you, yes. what you give back from back and he'll explain it, what do you say? You can hear it either. Okay. When you're at her age, how does she do what? How do we please devotees? How do we serve and please them? Well, first of all, you have to understand you're not, uh, you're, you know what your age is? What's your age? Actually, your real age is infinity. You're not, that body is 11, but you, a spiritual being, you, you're, there's never a time you didn't, you didn't exist. You're infinite. So you're actually, you're, your true age is infinity. That's your actual age. So, if you realize you're not that body, you see, then you can, you can enlighten the whole world with Krishna consciousness, you see. You have to realize you're not a 11-year-old body. You're a spirit soul, a quality one with Krishna. That help a little bit? Okay. Anything else? Everybody's ready now to fully surrender the order of Srila Prabhupada. You know what he taught us in Los Angeles? He said, Become perfect in understanding the science of Krishna, become guru, and deliver the whole world. So there's your duty. You're supposed to deliver the whole world. You ready? Now you deliver the world, you see. That order is sitting at everyone, collectively and individually. Each one of us has the duty, as a group we have the duty, and individually each one of us has the duty to deliver the whole world. So that what is it saying? Physician, heal thyself. If the doctor is sick, can he go to the office and treat the patients? No, because then they'll get sick by his association. So the doctor has to be healthy, you see. If he wants to be, so first, our, our first minute is to deliver ourselves, you see. We have to be deliver ourselves. You can, to whatever extent we deliver ourselves by be taking full shelter of Guru and Krishna, to that extent we'll be empowered for living the world. So our first business is to save ourselves, you see, by becoming fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness where every thought were indeed in all time, places, and circumstances. But then Lord Chaitanya's order to preach and spread Krishna consciousness. So we do both things, you see. Our first business is our sadhana, and we chant our japa, we, have, we attend the Mangal Arati, we hear the Bhagavatam, you see, to, to purify our own hearts. And then our duty is to preach, preach, preach to the world. So anything else? Is that it? Okay, we'll stop here. We have some prasadam to give up. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare.